Yo. Dude, we were on a brief fucking hiatus. Let me just tell you, my water bottle's over there. We we're back. We're gonna miss it. We're gonna miss it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it was we were what was it two weeks? Manny Ruffin has officially cleared health and safety protocols. Was it COVID? We don't the know. Boys are back in no the idea. fucking We're sack. back. What's up, everybody? It's the all day every day oh, show. Man. This feels weird, guys. I, I don't even know what to say. With all day AJ, boys are back. And the man in red, Manny Ruffin. Oh my goodness, guys. As always, powered by the fellas over at Dimers. And boy, do we have another great show for you today. It has been a wild couple weeks. I know last week we didn't post. We didn't have anything going on. We had a tea party video go out. Um, we got video went out. Birdman video went out. We have record anything. I, I, it feels good not to be in the fucking bed. I'll tell you that. Much, yeah, that's right. And uh, L.A. video from our vlog in L.A. a month ago is dropping. Soon. Probably, I think, Monday of next week or yes, so. Sir. So we can make see sure, that Make sure y'all be on the lookout for that. Make sure you hit that like button, comment, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Because you guys know how we do. I'm down with whatever the fuck sickness it was or not. Content right. still coming. So make sure you hit the notification bell. Make sure you get up with everything we're doing because we're still moving no matter what. And uh, TikTok is hot. Is, is just hot and popping off right now. Yes, we sir. have the most amount of followers on that app. Going live every day. Getting a lot of views on there. Uh, really just getting that recognition from people and, and getting those, those views that we've been waiting to see for a long time. And speaking of that stupid app that is so good for us, we have another guest on the show yes, from TikTok. And this is just crazy. We, we've seen him... Um, you know, he started coming up on my, my For You page right around the time that Book It With Trent was. Um, two guys that I believe are who I started seeing in the betting community when it came to TikTok. And now we're here to talk with them. So without fucking further ado, guys, taking the points, JJ Gruden from TikTok. Thank you so fucking much yes, for being here. Oh Mickey God, Mouse I King. I love this. I need to start telling my family here at home to start introducing me like that every time I walk through the door. <laughs> that was that was amazing. I appreciate the love, fellas. That was great. Thank you. Hey, and and glad that you uh, passed COVID nineteen protocols. Yeah, I, 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 still I, I was in that dark tunnel, man. I'll tell you that shit. I was in the bed like a fucking. I I was down bad. I'll just say that. Yeah. It's no joke, man. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you're doing healthy. I'm glad that you're well. I'm glad that both of y'all are well. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank yeah, you. it's it's great to have you here. So I just want to kind of start things from how this first really went down. I mean, we mm -hmm. had uh, a live stream on TikTok and you just popped in and I was like, like, it says taking the point is here. And I had a couple of people behind me and they were like, dude, JJ's in the stream. And I was like, what? So then you just came in, started talking about your college basketball plays. And then we kind of did like a mini interview right there. There was a the most amount of viewers that we've seen in the TikTok stream yet. And uh, everyone seemed to love it. So then after we kind of set this up and now we can kind of continue those conversations. So let's start right around when we ask all these guests that we have on that are in the gambling uh, sports wagering field. Um, where is that origin story for you? And I know this is a reoccurring question for some people. But where does that start? How did you get into betting? Why? Uh, we'll get into the content and all that kind of stuff. But where's that origin story for you? Well, I was always a gambler, man. I always loved to gamble. Um, to really, that. I didn't. <laughs> I know. I know. My wife and my, my parents probably won't like to hear that. But ever, ever since I was like eight, ever since I was like eighteen years old, man, I walked into the dorm one day. Uh, there was a senior sitting on the couch, and he knew that I was a Gruden or whatever. And he and he's like looking at me. He was like, "You know that you could turn five dollars into like ten thousand five hundred right now on a nineteen parlay." I'm like, parlay what is that and he ended up getting me on and hooked on a bovada and that's where it all went down so i'm in there now and uh you know 10 years go by and whatever it is now and uh i'm uh i was actually you know in during covid tiktok ends up coming out and what what else are we doing i mean we're sitting inside we're in front of our phones the whole time and i looked at a possibility or a, or a niche possibility of 
gambling TikTok. I saw this guy named Bobby Buckets end up like uh, making his own content, giving out plays here and there. Guys making fun of him, trolling him the whole nine yards. I'm like, man, I could do this. This guy, I mean, this guy looks like he is in the back corner of the casino. No offense to him or anything, because he's the one who got me started on this thing. But he was like the perfect image of a degenerate sports betting gambler that you'd see at a casino. All the time. Right. But I was like, I can do this. So I ended up like making a couple videos. A couple of them early just started blowing up because there's so many guys out there that love sports betting. I mean, even if they're not betting on sports, it's crazy because they love living vicariously through you. I mm. think like half of my viewers, man, half of my viewers who are watching my videos, I don't think that they bet at all. I just think they enjoy like watching me lose. It's, it's so sick. <laughs> no, like, so you true. know, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. I think the most like one of the most interesting things I found about you, like the first question I have to ask is, there's definitely mad people watching this that are thinking the same thing. Like, just because you're a Gruden, right? It seems like you mm -hmm. completely specialized in college basketball. But, like, first inclination in my mind, like, oh, this fucker must might as well. He might be a sharp in NFL just because of your name. So, like, yeah. how did college basketball kind of become your thing, and why hasn't it been other sports? You know, I mean, I, I love NFL. I love college football. I love it all, dude. I bet I bet everything under the sun, man. If I could, I could bet. I, 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 I mean, I bet I bet freaking uh, when we were in COVID, dude, I bet uh, Korean uh, baseball would stay up. He's one of us. Wait, He's not enough. On? He's one of us. Wait, He's one you? of us. And your He's tweet last night, your tweet last night about uh, you were like, does anybody have any Chinese basketball? That's what you tweeted <laughs> yeah. last night. I mean, I, I mean, you got to love dude. it. It's the greatest, man. Listen, I mean, it, gambling. One thing about gambling is, it, it, for that Lord, for that three hours of time that game's on, we are all the same, uh, no matter who the fuck you are. It's beautiful. I know, right? It's the greatest thing. I mean, you go off <laughs> into any sports book, man. That, that's the best thing about it. Like, I love going into a sports book and watching the game, especially like during March Madness. I'm going to Atlantic City, and just to Ooh. hear like the oohs and the ahs during like certain times, mm. it's freaking hilarious man like if a made basket like at the end of that oh but some people are cheering uh -huh. it's just like the environment everyone's great everyone wants to win you can't really hate on anybody on the other way but i just love the community man it's, it's it's fun it's a lot of fun yeah i mean so let's keep us towards tiktok just for a little bit we obviously did this with okay. trent too but um obviously we're trying to play the app and the algorithm in the same way yeah. as as people trying to make it in content and all that so was there a couple videos that you kind of figured out was your quote-unquote niche in terms of what was working or did you just do a bunch of trial and error things to get that because you're just above you know 50 51,000 on there mm -hmm. you're posting some of those skits I saw the one with your son in the car about Hershey yeah. Park that was fucking hilarious you're kind of <laughs> putting the fun into it as well um so what mm -hmm. would type like some of those types of videos that were working um and that kind of helped you know catapult your your TikTok following so actually, it really wasn't uh, including any of my family members or anything like that in any of my videos at first. At first, I literally just came on every day giving out plays. And I was just very, uh, you know, I, I, I was relentless. And I just kept on doing it no matter what. You had people that would try to bring you down. There would be people that would say that you suck and all that. Um, but I just kept on posting. And uh, I got respect factor. I mean, I left my videos up when they were losing. I always also, I mean, you see a bunch of these handicappers, not just on TikTok, but Twitter, Instagram that try to sell picks. I always was there for the people, just trying to give people as much information as they can. And I felt like I, I gained a sort of trust from the betting community. And that's why I feel like started getting a lot of followers. And once I got a thousand followers, all those followers kept on like looking at my videos, which pumped me up on the algorithm even more. It just kind of built me up into where I am today. Of course, I had to get a couple of, uh, you know, full cards, right. When I gave about like four picks and all of them got right, I would see like a burst of like 500 followers here and there. It's nuts. But um, I just think that uh, coming in and posting content daily and uh, just making sure that I was always there and, and engaging with everybody who commented i think that really helped me get to where my account is today so did you start that i'm sorry bro 
Did you start that on like your platform and everything on Twitter? Because I know you're just shy of 10,000 on Twitter. Did it start there and then you transitioned to TikTok? You got some of the following there and that built up Twitter or was it like kind of a little bit of both? No, I, I started on TikTok, man. And, uh, you know, I just, it was funny because like, I, I remember my first game that I did bet it was, it was the start of, it was the start of college football, um, right when like COVID was kind of ending. And it was like a Texas Southern game against some like other BS school or whatever it was. And I, I had no idea what it was. Like, I'm going to take Texas via Real Gande on this one. I had no idea what I was taking, but I saw like six or seven likes. Some random people just started liking it. Um, but no, I mean, you know, I, I started on TikTok. And again, I, I really did it because I thought I had a little bit of a personality um, and more than this other guy did it. And this guy had like 6,000 followers. Like, if this guy gets 6,000 followers, I could easily hit that. I got to make this. I, and I'm competitive too. I'm a Gruden. So I always wanted to try to be the top sports betting in the TikTok fucking blood and, baby yeah, dude, yeah like dude and, and you know it, it drives me crazy and i know trent knows it but it drives me crazy that he has so much more than i do and i let him hear it every now and then motherfucker i can't believe you had that movie. Yeah, I love <laughs> I love he's that. like well you can't see me i'm a big god <laughs> you know it's, like, but and then like you know, it's just great man no it's just i, I love it uh, the community is awesome. The people that I've met too, I've hosted contests with the other cappers. I've trolled other cappers too publicly. Um, it's all fun and games. And I just really enjoy creating the content. Now you're dude, one thing I, I respect a lot about you too, that, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it doesn't seem like you try to use your name to kind of help pave your way. You know what I mean? It seems like you just, you're grinding, you're putting out hella picks and helping people out yourself. And it's like, oh yeah, this is, I mean, I do know these people too, kind of, you know what I mean? Which I really respect. Yeah. But, I mean, recently yeah. with that, there's been some news and things going on within that family name. Like, has that been hard to stay away from? Or does it seem like you have like kind of like a cult of people that like, listen, we ride with you no matter what, like you're who you're, you are. You know what I mean? We don't worry about that. Like, has it been trolls hate? Like, how's that been? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> well, you know, it's funny. Um, I, I get those trolls and I mean, mm. I honestly never really brought it up until at the end, really that um, actually it was on once the play when we were hosting the show, Trent, myself and uh, Matt Tanner. Um, that's when I brought it out that, I am a Gruden or whatever. That's when I kind of like two weeks That's before crazy. I had my dad on the show, which was an awesome interview. You guys got to watch that. Yeah, yeah, he told me about that. I saw that. I saw that. It is so candid. It is great. I'm, I'm surprised it didn't get as many views as it did because like the, from what he was saying, I mean, it was the realest conversation you're going to get out of an NFL head coach. But um, I mean, that's really when I kind of took off because I didn't know really the legalities or what was going on if i said i was a group and i've been out sports picks and all that mm -hmm. but later i did come out to find out that it doesn't really matter so um i you know i kind of said it but i didn't like saying it either because it was just kind of like something that i wanted to do on a personal level right. and, yeah, and just kind of make you. a name for Respect myself yeah yeah so i named myself taking the points never gave out my full name until i started getting pretty big and i figured that i just can't live by this alias they gotta know the the person behind, you know, the, the username. So that's, that's when dope. I started using my own name. So, well, and then when we talked on the TikTok stream, um, one of the things that we touched on was how at the very beginning you were saying how, you know, your family, your relatives, they were like, you know, they were kind of on the side of the spectrum where they were like, what are you even doing? Like, what is this? And then I think I remember you were saying like, then you started popping up on their for you pages and they were like, Oh, like, Maybe he's got something going on. So can you yeah. kind of touch on what that, that whole situation was with you getting on TikTok <laughs> and maybe some of your yeah. family members not really understanding what that app is or how it works? Yeah, so I'll tell you a funny story. So um, 
actually, you know, I started getting a little bit bigger or whatever. My dad, uh, when he was starting not to coach, he started getting in more social media. I mean, try to help him create a Twitter or whatever. But anyway, he ended up getting TikTok after he got um, kind of fired from the Jaguars. But, um, you know, it was like during the March Madness time or whatever. And um, he, he didn't know to the extent he knew I was kind of creating TikToks, but he didn't know how how big the app was at the time and how many people actually logged on and how many views I was actually getting. But uh, anyway, it was like March Madness or whatever it was. I posted up a college basketball pick for one of the games and uh, it ended up losing. I got a text from my dad saying, are you fucking kidding me, JJ? Nice pick or whatever. He ended up <laughs> taking it. <laughs> and I'm like, my bad, man. I didn't know. Like, I had no idea you were on it. But he was like, oh, but good stuff, by the way. I saw your page. It's great. You know, I'm like, awesome. okay, great. That's, that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, no, I mean, yeah, it, it's fun when they first saw it. it. It's a little weird now, like, as big as I got in, like, because I still have a nine to five, you know. And mm. it's, it, was, it was definitely weird when I had – uh, my boss and some of my coworkers come up and hey, I saw you on TikTok. Or this was a weird one. Today I had a call. I had to make some kind of phone call to um, to check on some because I, I sell floors. Okay, so I ended up making a phone call to check on some this this lumber or whatever. And he asked for my name or my company. So I said I work for this company and um, my name is JJ Gruden. He was like JJ Gruden. I know this kid from TikTok named JJ Gruden. Oh my I'm like. <laughs> That's me, man. He's like, no shit. I'm like, yeah. But TTP, he was like, oh my God, dude. Nice plays the other day. I took your Virginia Tech parlay last night. It was early today. I'm like, that's dope. Congrats, man. I'm glad to hear it. And he was like, I was just like, well, don't hunt me down because you know where I work now. I don't want you to get mad at me if I give a pick wrong or whatever. But no, it, it's cool, man. It's cool seeing like myself blow up and actually people like taking notice. And I, I love it. So like, you don't, you don't get like uncomfortable at all when that like, I wouldn't like your work world and the world outside of work, it mixes. Like you feel like, is it like uncomfortable or you kind of welcome that? Like how do how was that getting used to it? I, and I, I don't know how else to describe it besides that. Yeah. I mean, it, it was weird, dude. Like, I mean, it, it was freaking weird. Well, my, well, my, like I wanted to keep it on the download from work, but I, that's what I would, that's what I would assume. That's what I was kind of trying to ask. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, cause when you think about gambling, man, it's not one of the most things you want to be proud of. I mean, right. but like really it's starting to become a norm. It's like pot becoming legal now everywhere. Right. Gambling is becoming legal everywhere right now. So it's just like, it's one of those things that people are going to have to start getting used to. And the cool thing is I started it once DraftKings started becoming legal and everything. And that's when I thought that, yeah, now is the time to take advantage. This is a multi-billion dollar industry. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of old heads that come on here and they give out numbers and they say, oh, well, this team is five and it will get spread, blah, 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 blah. And I mean, they're just not really entertaining. Anybody can really do it. You just got to have the personality to deliver. And I feel like that's what I bring. But I knew I figured like, my boss would eventually see it and when he saw it it was actually brought back to my other co-workers and it's funny because now he's trying to get me to create a tiktok for the company to oh, try to cool. explore it in a different content area yeah so it is what it is it's, it's kind of cool but see, that's you know cool it's definitely some people, like when they re when they have a job and they kind of reach out in other sectors and start doing their own thing they kind of get paranoid because it's like oh i might lose my job if they find out i'm doing this and it's kind of cool to see that they're like no all right you can do this all right well help us more you might get raised and bonuses so that's pretty cool but so like, what's your, so you're fully engrossed in the nine to five lifestyle. Like what's your schedule? Like, cause you fucking grind, dude. Like I'm scrolling through your page. You release multiple picks every day. You're talking picks all the time on Twitter. So mm -hmm. kind of walks through like the Gruden schedule. Do you wake up early? Do you get your picks late? Do you do it at work? Like, what's kind of the thing without incriminating yourself too much? You know what I mean? So I, I do do a lot of studying before I, before, like the night before, always before I go to bed, like my reading per se, like mm -hmm. some people read books. I look at the lines the next morning. I know that sounds really degenerative of me, but that's what I do. Mm -hmm. I wake up and I see how the lines kind of move. And uh, that's kind of how I make my bets. Now, sometimes when I know I'm going to have a busy day at work, 
I will pre-make my videos. So sometimes mm. like when I do post out a video, the line, some people come at me and say, oh, the line was this and that. I, I know that. I, I can't really say, oh, I made this right. video a while ago, whatever it is. I don't want to like, but that's how I have to do it sometimes, especially trying to live, you know, how I have to live on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, you know, engagement wise, it's not too hard. I mean, I, I get thousands of notifications a day. Um, I try to select the ones I want and uh, move from there. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely selected your guys because you guys are the best, man. I, I love stuff. <laughs> oh, Y'all's interviews <laughs> are dude. awesome with Trent. So, I, yeah, it was, it was great. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's it's definitely tough. Um, I think it's a little hard on my family, too, because, like, I mean, I, I look at I like to look at scores to see where everything's at, making mm -hmm. sure that I'm good. Um uh, I, I wish I could do a little bit better on the home front, not going to lie, you know, just, um, you know, spending time with the kids and everything. So sometimes I would make sure I have my phone's off. I put in a safe, I spend time with them for 45 minutes and then get back to it. So, um, you know, I just try to make time as much as I can. Uh, but, you know, it, it is, it is, it is a grind, but I'm, I'm almost where I want to be. And I'm excited to see what the future holds. hundred percent. That's awesome. I mean, do you feel like there's a way and there's a moment in time where, something along the lines of maybe a partnership with a company, you know, just off the top of my head, for example, like what Trent's doing or something along those lines where you're nine to five that, you know, what you're doing now is your full-time job where that would be essentially terminated and you could do something along the lines of this full-time or is it still kind of trying to balance both, you know, TikTok, gambling, sports wagering and your full-time job? I mean, you guys see my videos, you guys see my tweets, you guys see how basically passionate I am about this. You guys are passionate about this show. You know, if you could do it full time and everything, which I'm sure you guys want to do. And if, if you guys have any advice, I'm not sure, you would definitely strive to do that. And that's what I definitely want to do. I mean, I would definitely love to wake up every day saying I'm passionate about something, going to work every day, knowing that that's what, and that's why I have started building. I started, I mean, you can consider it like a little business in a way where I started it, I'm growing it, I'm making connections, I'm I'm reaching out to different cappers left and right to kind of blow up. I'm going on surgical streams. I'm going on pocket. I'm doing as much as I can to be involved and, and show my face and, and try to blow up. I mean, um, you know, I don't want my employer to see this and just say, oh, he's going to leave if he blows up. Right. But no, I mean, ultimately, yeah, I think they would understand if there was an opportunity that rose that they could definitely see, especially, you know, from the family that I come from, knowing that, you know, I'm, I'm a sports guy, I think they would definitely understand. But for now, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm making good money. I like what I'm doing too at work though, too. But yeah, if there was a bigger opportunity, I would definitely go sniff that one out. 100%. Yeah. So, so we're getting close. So I got to ask you, cause I'm a big college basketball guy. I know you're a big college basketball guy. We're getting close yeah. to March and I need, I got to, you don't got to give me your winner, but who's like a dark horse you're looking at? I seen you putting out some tweets about Marquette, how they've been a cash cow recently. And when yeah. I look at that Marquette team, that's a scary team when it comes to March time. Also, Shaka Smart has hair now. I, it's been fucking me up when I've been saying oh, that. that was, yo, that was I, 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 I that he has fucking hair? What the hell? Where did this come from? <laughs> it's like a fro, too. It's yeah, it is like, real it's hair. Like, wait, yeah. Wait, what's, yeah. Going, what's going on here? Yeah, I had no idea. And, and like, it, it, that's the exciting part about March. I mean, Marquette, they ended up losing. I mean, they were losing bad games, too. I mean, uh -huh. like earlier in the season, they didn't look too good. They looked like, uh, you know, uh, a team that was probably going to float on the bubble and possibly even miss the tournament, but they turned on some sort of jet where they beat Villanova. They beat mm -hmm. all these biggie teams, Providence. And then uh, they just lost to Providence by two, but they, uh, um, but they are coming together. I mean, they won like eight of the last 10, I believe. I mean, they're, they're, they're covering left and right. They're beating teams when they're fate, when they're the underdogs by 10 points. I mean, they're definitely an impressive team. And I honestly, 
they're my kryptonite this year. Anytime I bet on them or against them, they either don't cover or don't cover, but they still end up winning. I say it, it's the toughest team for me to handicap in college basketball is Marquette. But um, as for a dark horse this year, I mean, Marquette's definitely one of them. But I think another team you got to look out for, if they get hot, you got to be careful. I'm not sure. I was watching this Arkansas-Auburn game. I'm not sure how it ended, but Arkansas was winning. They are winning a lot of ball games too. Sure. They're athletic. They're long. They can score. Mm-hmm. And this is the same team from last year, and they could definitely make some noise. So I'm I'm curious to see how what they could do. And I love Arkansas. So you completely looking past Auburn? Where even though they're number one seed, we're like, ah, I'm not gonna look. I look. You nah, said well, Dark Horse. Look, they're, they're, they're the fucking. Say. You know what I mean? That's Thanos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got look. I'm not. I'm not looking past. I'm not looking past Auburn. I'm not looking past Purdue. I'm not looking past mm-hmm. even a team like uh, Villanova because I think Villanova can be good. Mm-hmm. They just had uh, Colin Gillespie who was hurt, and then yep. some other guys. But they, they'll get it together too. Villanova's going to be a scary team. But then Gonzaga, you got uh, Chet Holmgren. I mean, this dude is a seven foot two. He can. Good Lord. And they got, I mean, they got Timmy. They got these mm-hmm. other guys. Still, I mean, that they're going to be a ferocious team, and uh, people are really just. I think forgot about them and they're going to be a big team. Uh, it is funny. You said people forgot about Gonzaga. Cause I kind of did forget about Gonzaga and myself, I. like after the Duke loss, because it got to a point, like even that, I feel mm-hmm. like it now, like Purdue and Duke, when they're playing their best basketball, I don't think anyone can beat them. I don't give a fuck. Those two teams, when they're yeah. playing their best ball, I don't think anyone can beat them, but you, it's easy to forget about Gonzaga. They still got Nemhard, still got Timmy. Like they definitely got some Hoovers over there. So I definitely go keep my eye out for them for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, dude. I, I mean, don't they're, like they're Gonzaga in, in a sleeper spot. That's kind of how I feel about him. I don't like him in a sleeper right. spot. You know what I mean? Well, you, everyone, everyone thinks about it too because they're always like the one or two seed. Right. Usually, they're always the one seed, and like you're always like, oh, well, I guess they can beat them. But you always get like short, like because they're never really on TV. They're always the late game. Mm-hmm. They're always the eleven o'clock game. They're playing teams like Pacific, Santa Clara, <laughs> uh, Portland State, all these like no name schools. But I mean, still at the same time, they're blowing these teams out by 20, 30 points. They're up at half by like 30. They they put up 50 points a half, which is insane. I think they're averaging like 44 points uh, per half this year, which nice. is crazy. Um, so I mean, like they they're definitely respected, and uh, like I have I have to say, like if I were to draw up a bracket right now, I'd probably take Gonzaga to win the whole thing, mm. yeah, which makes total complete okay. sense. Like I'm I'm with that. Keep my off on the edge. Shit. Um, so I'm going to just backtrack this a little bit, uh, switching to a different sport here. And we, Manny and I uh, spoke about this type of question uh, the other day. And he was like, all right, I'm not going to tell you what that answer is. I just want you to ask it. Oh, fuck. What's going on? And, yeah. and. I don't was, like this. Yes. Yeah, so, no, no, no. You, you, you'll hear it. So right. it was, so a couple years ago, if you're, and you know, your uncle's coaching, your father's coaching, if you're yeah. betting on the NFL, was there mm-hmm. any type of. And I'm only asking this. Oh, okay, like, okay. Yeah, I know, you know what question you're Some people would yep, want to ask this too. Yep, yep. If if you know, a couple years ago, your dad's in the league. Um, your your uncle's coaching, right? Um, was there like if you're gonna bet on the NFL, could you have gotten any type of backlash or or from any book or like oh you have quote unquote insider knowledge because you know your father's the coach and your uncle's the coach here like they're you know the the Raiders are playing the Chargers this week you know this and that because your uncle's coaching here like. Was there anything like that where it could be that could come back on you, or was that just like a you know a throwaway, in a way? You know, I was I was always nervous. Um, I was always nervous, kind of like for that reason. I mean, just signing up for a book. I think I would be more nervous now, um, especially with it being legal everywhere, uh, having my name Gruden and, and trying to withdraw, especially with my dad and my uncle in the league. I think that would be difficult. Um, but for the most part, I was using bookies, man, and they didn't give a shit about nothing. They <laughs> they just wanted you to bet, and that's that. I mean, you could. My dad, even, you know, my dad spending time with him, I tell him some lines here and there when he wasn't coaching. And 
Um, he would try to try to rattle off these games. He can't even do it. I mean, it's so hard. Vegas is so smart. You know, Vegas is the smartest uh, analyst that there is. I mean, I would love to know the person who's buying. I know it's like a model or whatever it is, but whoever created that model needs to go on first take, needs to go on these shows because they really are the, the smartest analysts in the world. I mean, they could tell you who's going to win, how much they're going to win by, the total of the game, uh, players, how many points one player is going to score. I can't tell you how many times they got off by a half a point. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, so, I and it's funny how you bring that point up because I'll be sitting with my dad and some of the things he'll say, like, at, you know, post game for whatever game it is, he'll be like, you know, if it loses by a half point, you know, he'll make a comment that's like, like, how the hell did, did he even did Vegas know that that mm-hmm. was the line? Like, that was the spot online for that. So I thought that was a good point there. And even if that was like a, I don't even know if you want to call it like a, a question that didn't really make sense or anything, but it was something that like, because I feel like. No, it, I it, could definitely see like. For the instance, if the, if the Raiders, like if everything was how it was when you're both people were in the league, if the Raiders were playing the, the, the football team and you try to put a bet on it, I could see like fandom be like, nope, we're not taking that. Nope. I know right. who you are. <laughs> Fuck that. Like, you, you know, know what I mean? mean? Yeah. No, that was a good question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch those games though. Even when I did have a great guy, I didn't want see, him thinking any, you know what I mean? I never, I never touched those. Um, I, and even my dad kind of told me like, cause he knew I was gambling and he, he <laughs> didn't really like that I was. But he was just always like, don't bet on these games. Dude, you better not fucking bet on these games. Like, follow Because, you know, and I respected that. So I never did. Um, I would, And, you know, I, I would bet on all the other games, out of conference games or whatever it was. But, you know, I, I definitely respected what he said. Yeah, because I feel like in, in a way can, like, create that argument right. of, you know, this, that, and the other. Um, but, all right, so let's head over to uh, Book It With Trent. And yeah. you're all over the surgical streams. Talk to us about how that relationship became a thing, how it's continued. Did it start from TikTok? You started going, you know, making a lot of these appearances on the surgical streams. I saw the funniest clip of when you had the Mickey Mouse hat on the other day yeah. and you're saying you couldn't hit a bed if, if you know, you had a 10 foot pole to like a stripper or some shit like that. that <laughs> I could, I could, yeah, I, could, I couldn't see titties and ass if I walked into a strip club. <laughs> so talk to us about that relationship on, on how that started with Trent, how you've been on these streams and how everything's been going on that front. You know, again, I mean, it's crazy how the TikTok community kind of brought me to know these guys, even though I haven't met them in person. I feel like I know a lot of these guys kind of on a personal level. Uh, you know, I've been texting back and forth with Trent. We text here and there. Um, I told him congratulations for getting the game day and all that. And uh, I go on a stream. We had a show together. I mean, he's a good dude, man. And, um, you know, he does a great he does great things for the betting community. Um, I'm, I'm happy that he allows me to go on his surgical stream every day. Um, I, I again, I feel like at the same time, sports betting is definitely a form of entertainment. So I try to be as entertaining as I can. So I, if I have to pull out the Mickey Mouse hat, I pull out the Mickey Mouse hat because I didn't take my kids to Disney because I I put the uh, deposit down on a team on the pick that lost right. It was that um, fucking TikTok but, about Nickel State. You said I bet the way. <laughs> yeah, Nickel State. Man, they did. I ended up yep that that very first Park's ticket. So um, you know, I mean, you got to be entertaining with it. At the end of the day, sports betting is entertainment. Yeah, sure, there are people that say that they have they make this amount of money or whatever. They're professional gamblers. I get that. Um, but you know, Trent made it fun for everybody, where they can get a community together to squad, uh, squad ride uh, a pick and and do all that. And I have a lot of respect for what he's he's currently doing. So um, hats off to him. 
100%. Yeah, like that. I mean, so did y'all, was it like a, you kind of reached out to him kind of thing or did he like kind of notice what you were doing? Like, you know what I mean? So I think honestly, man, because I, I I was literally, I mean, I, I don't want to say that I was the first because I was, I know this guy, Bobby Buckets. Again, that's the reason why I started this right. was that, but I really think after him, I was the second one to start. Then guys like Smart Money Sports from TikTok, he kind of came on. He he has he has like a VIP service, which he gives out one play a day, but he's very consistent. He comes on every day. He's very transparent. Um, you got a couple other guys kind of melting in there. And then um, and I saw this this kid with freaking Jimmy Neutron hair, fat cheeks, wearing an oversized trench coat, walk up into a casino, put $100 in one of those snow globe roulette games, and said, I'm going to get black, and I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to double it on, on this up. Uh, uh, McBrady special or whatever he was doing. He ends up putting a hundred dollars, took black and went ready. He was like, well, I guess I got to try again another day. And he walks out of the casino. That was Trent's first video. I'm like, dude, this guy is a freaking legend. And sure enough, he was creating an app, which, you know, he basically got all the users from his app that he currently had when he was working on that little baby that he had, got him on the TikTok, got him up there. And he just became like the force. And um, I mean, good dude. And uh, you know, I'm glad that if, if someone's blown up more than I am, I'm glad it's him because he, he does good things to the community. You know what I mean? So yeah. And, and yeah. future wise for you, um, yeah, you know, I know you had messaged us about some of the things that you were looking to do. Um, is there anything that you can release on that front with type some of, some of the types of, um, you know, media and content that you're going to be looking to do in the future? Is there things on that front that you're looking yeah. to Yeah. So, so yeah, man, I mean, what I'm trying to do is we're, I'm creating right now a, uh, we bet media channel. It's a Twitch channel. And what I want to do is I want to like during the workday, especially Monday through Friday, it's basically now we have the internet, we have our phones, we have everything. It's like online TV where you can log on and you can watch sports bank content on a daily basis. So when I walk into the doors at 9am, I can flip on Twitch. I can turn on a channel and I'm knowing that I'm going to be getting some kind of sports betting content, whether it be someone teaching me how to gamble proper bankroll managing uh, picks for the day or just a surgical stream like Trent's doing. I mean, uh, the opportunities are endless and it's also a way to get guys like myself, uh, people who are trying to make a name for themselves in the sports betting community, um, an opportunity to shine. And we want to provide them the resources to do so. So we have a, we have a production assistant, uh, Peter, who's awesome. And he does clips, he does edits and does all that. And, uh, you know, we, we got guys behind us like Gino from Bet Openly and Matt Tanner, who are really helping to propel these guys to get on a, get on a face call or like basically a show and, and try to blow up. And really it's basically them help us. And we help them by giving them more exposure. We're blowing them up, advertising to our followers. They're doing the same thing with their following. And we're just trying to bring everybody together to this one channel. And hopefully we make it a, a, a big thing. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the future of we bet media. It that sounds, sounds like, fucking dope. yeah, it sounds like there like was a little, like a little ESPN. Like you just know, like you taught, exactly. you know, something's going to be up. It's kind of like, you, so you know you've mean? had to, I mean, there's had to be a lot of like thought that's had to have gone into that. Right. This wasn't like a, you know, we just picked this up, you know, Oh, we see that we can have this opportunity. Let's just go and put this together. Was there a time maybe months ago when you weren't even as big as you are now that you were like, all right, I think I have this idea with some people that we can do this. Or was it just, you know, we have the right people. Let's kind of form this and run with it. You know, again, like I think a few months ago I was in that, like I said, I'm very competitive and I I was trying to be number one. Um, I was, you know, I trolled a bunch of different TikTokers too. I, I can tell you about those stories. You can probably go through those videos and find them. I mean, I literally tore up a couple people. I made one guy quit. 
Uh, I made a lot of people. I got one, another guy banned. I mean, I, I brought like a bunch of my followers just to, I brought the, the pitchforks and, and fire sticks out and chased them out off the internet. But um, I figured that's not the way to kind of approach it. If anything, it should be everybody helping out each other. Um, so I got with some of the big names. I'm looking around different content, even if it's just not even sports betting related. They can be kind of tied into like player props, fantasy, daily fantasy, things like that. And, um, you know, I just thought it would be better now not to work against each other because at the end of the day, it's us against the books. That's how I want it to become. And um, the more the more help that I can give someone, the better it off, because that's really why I created my page in the first place. It's funny because I like the, a lot of the game of people we talk to, like they'll go through go phases there. where like they might have something going on, disagreement, then they come to like a whole like, I wouldn't say, uh, I wouldn't say, uh, what's the word? Revelation. It's not a revelation, but like a, yeah. realize, oh, like, I know, like a, a realization epiphany. that, yeah, an epiphany that like, no, actually it is all against, like us against the books. Like it doesn't really matter what that guy, what that guy does, that guy does. Mm-hmm. One story I have, for, one story, one question I have for you is I can't like, a lot of people imagine like, all right, he's a coach's kid. Like he has to hear about some like trades that happened before everyone else knows or like a free agent signing or anything. Like has Jay ever come home and been like, yo, the birds about to trade LaShawn McCoy for Kiko Alonzo. Like you knew before oh, everyone dude. else had, like everyone else. Yeah. Knew, like- oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's kind of fun watching that. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, especially when my dad first got the head coaching job for the, for the, uh, R words, like, <laughs> you know, he ended up, uh, he ended up, um, knowing we, he told me like probably like, 12 hours before the night before um he's like can't tell anybody blah 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 and like I, I remember waking up the next morning and just my phone blowing up with notifications and, and text messages That's calls crazy. from everybody and it, it's crazy and he's like yeah you know i'm getting introduced today and all that um i mean trades happen too yet yeah, or injury news and, mm. and all that i mean i found out before everybody and um you know it was a few hours before sometimes he didn't mention it and then i'm like why didn't you tell me and he was like I don't know. I just didn't want to. Can't tell you everything. Yeah. 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 I think it's super cool though, because we, you know, ourselves is, you know, just like so many other kids growing up watching football and growing up watching football every single weekend, you know, it was, had to have been so much, obviously so much more different for you because you got that like real time experience of what that was to have like that insider knowledge that inside my fault trade. to cut you off but even like having like close family in the industry has it ever like jaded your view on the nfl like the business it is at some point or no or has it always been like have you always been how have you always been able to be like a fan without being jaded towards the business side you know i mean i've, I've always kind of been a fan um i i mean i mean my uncle i mean when i growing up i mean i don't have a favorite football team you know i mean i was always mm. just a bandwagon of wherever my uncle or my dad was so i Makes never really sense. had a fandom so i never really saw that what it's like the outside looking in kind of a thing because i always knew what it was like kind of growing up in the locker room and that's and crazy the the industry like how, how do you have to respect you have to keep your your your, your my personal shit out of you know what he's doing because it could tarnish his relate uh, his wow. reputation in the league and everything yeah, too. Totally. It's like you know what I mean. So like you've never um, been a fan like I've been a fan basically almost. You know yeah what I'm of a football team. That's yeah, I mean crazy. He's, football team. You know he's a diehard Eagles fan. I'm a diehard Giants fan. So obviously that's Ooh, that's that's a fun Sunday. Two days of yeah, yeah. Right? There's there's some ugly there's some ugly <laughs> weeks here in the season. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Giants, but so we have. Wait, wait, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, what do you think about Jalen Hurts? Is he the future? For, he's the right now. You know what I mean? I for, for all I know is he's gonna be my starter next year, and from my view, he's gotten better every not every single start, but week to week, month to month, you can see okay improvement here and there. He hasn't really sold me, but he hasn't made me be like he's not the guy. I, give me another year, show me some shit, man. He's I my, he's that guy my right Westbrook, now, man. 
He's you Russell Westbrook. Westbrook? Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's Russell Westbrook in the NFL, man. He's a stat pattern. He got all of his See, stats I, at the end of the game when but, he's getting blown all right, out. All right, all right. But here's my – but, okay. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo was almost a Super Bowl quarterback. So uh-huh. I'm saying you don't think Jalen Hurts could get a team to the Super Bowl the way Jimmy has or been close to before if you, build a, good, if you build a good roster behind him because he has the tools. He'll take care of the ball. Now, he won't throw you a 55-yard bomb to win the game like Patrick Mahomes will, but he'll take care of the ball. He'll make plays with his legs, and he'll, he'll be a good leader in the locker room. People love him in Philly. So, like, I feel yeah. like – he, if he can just take care of the, the things that aren't so flashy, just be like a, be a fundamental guy, almost a game manager with, with kind of legs a little bit more. We build a great defense around him, have weapons. I think he could be fine. That's how I see it. But I, I try to be optimistic until you give me no reason to be. I was defending Ben Simmons for a long time. You know what I mean? It's it's just it's just it's just so hard <laughs> to say that because I think I think I think I think uh, I think Kyle Shanahan is one of the best play call play That's caller, very offensive true. minds in the league. That's very true. Um, him, Andy Reid, maybe there's another one, but those are definitely my top two play callers in the NFL. Um, you know, and then also, uh, you got to think about the defense and how I mean, yeah, you could throw them out there. It just, it's just so hard. Like this is such a quarterback driven league. You need and, a guy. Like, you don't have a good offensive play. Yeah, exactly. If you don't have an offense, like a good offensive coach, like a good offensive play calling and you don't have a good quarterback, you're, you're screwed. I mean, like these guys like Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert, they, they come and like come around once. Dude, look at the, look at the freaking Titans. You mean to tell me that AJ Brown or Julio, I mean, I know there's been some injuries, but you tell me none of them could receive for a thousand yards this year. Like I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, you do need a guy. All, hey, respect mm-hmm. to Tannehill, bro. You can always come on the show. I'll fuck with you. I respect you. I'm just saying you, <laughs> you do need a guy. You do. You're right. Good you're save. Right. Good save. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so circling back a little bit. Um, yeah. So we've had Sorry, a lot of, no, no, no. Talk, no we we, good, we didn't really have any. We, we bounce around with everybody, yeah. but so yeah. we've on this show we've had we started mainly getting like the gambling Twitter crew, so guys like mm-hmm. you know at Kill Kenny, um, hitting for big yeah. you know big bets on on Twitter, Bo Wagner, El Capitan bets, Prop Holiday, um, mm-hmm. all these guys, and then they're mainly bigger on the VIP side of things, and then we started finding guys that were still in that niche of gambling Twitter that weren't you know, necessarily on the VIP side of things. And then we started, you know, going further and digging further to other guys like yourself, Trent, who aren't on that VIP. So it always creates that question of, you know, what your thoughts are on handicappers having that VIP where their followers pay to, you know, have their picks. And I just want to get your viewpoint on on what that means to you or or what what that is. Excuse my French, but it's a fucking joke. That's what it is. I think it's, 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 I think it's, it's, it's awful to be honest with you. And that's the reason why I started the page is because I really was against uh, people selling their picks as I was that's one of those dumbasses who ended up buying it. I bought a pic, I bought picks one time. It was the worst investment I've ever made. Granted, it could have been a bad week or a bad month because you have those runs, right? Um, uh, I would rather, the thing is you have so many resources now, whether it be TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all these social media outlets that offer handicappers that have these VIP packages. And these guys, they offer a free pick a day. You can literally go down the line, uh, make your own assumptions first. I would take the college basketball card. What I used to do is I took the college basketball card, circled all the games that I like. Now I like go through a lot of these different handicappers who do these for, for free picks. And I would see if any of them match up to what I was saying. And I would look for like two or three that I can underline if I had like two or three underline, that's the pick I would go with for that day. And it, mm. it worked for me because if you think about it, they say that they're 55 to 60%. That is a successful handicapper is being right there in that room. You got to be profitable going 56.5% to 60%. If someone says that, oh, they're, I'm 65%, I'm 70%. They're bullshitting. They are <laughs> fucking bullshitting. And I can't stand it. 
I can't stand it. And that's how, that's how hard this industry is. I mean, that's how good Vegas is. I mean, to be successful, you're, you're shooting at a 58% clip to be a profitable sports better. That is insane. Right. That's a, like a 50 out of a hundred you're failing in school. Like, right? I mean, like it's, right. it's, yeah, it's nuts and that's, that's considered you successful. So, I mean, you know, I can't stand the people who do that. And I just feel bad for the ones who really do believe that deep down inside and they just don't understand how they can resource, how they can go and look for their own picks. I mean, it just, it just bothers the hell out of me. That's definitely an easy way of looking at it too. How, you know, like he was saying oh, how you did the, it? Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I've kind of done that. a similar thing, but not that in, de- in depth. I've just been like, I had this pick in the back of my head that I know I liked, and I said, Oh, he likes it. Oh, I like it even more. But I never was that in depth with it. Ever. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's no, because I, I have a problem. One, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> one thing though, it's like I think. I mean, I've seen. I, I've not. I wouldn't say I've been on gambling Twitter for a while, but I've followed definitely gaming people for a long time, and like, mm-hmm. I've definitely bought some packages and bought some pause, but bought some VIPs and things of the sorts. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he caught it. How 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 those work out for us? Yeah, I was curious. I was gonna say like I came to the conclusion where it's like my where I see it now is like there's definitely some guys who are in my opinion worthy of the money. Like I look at a guy like El Capitan, a guy like Kilkenny, he has a Discord, mm-hmm. Jerry's. You there's some there's a small, really small subset of people that are worth the money. 100%. I still don't think that should be the end all be all for you. Like I've seen mm-hmm. for some of my friends, one of the most beneficial things I've seen for my friends is like I've introduced them to some of the people that we've had on the podcast. And then they look at how they bet and kind of take it in their own way, get inspired. Like, okay, why did this person like Aaron Gordon points tonight? Or why did he like Al Horford points? And that's, if in a way, like, I wouldn't say blow money on VIPs to see what they're taking so you can do it for yourself. But if you are in a, a VIP or you are in a Discord, kind of just try to, not blindly tell, but like, okay, he took this guy triple-double. Like, why did he do that? And then find out yeah, right. like that. Okay, let me try to do it with this different pick. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I see it. I don't think... Some people who do it are, are bad and it's it's disgusting. I don't think a lot, I don't think everyone should have VIPs, but there are some people in my opinion that like it it's respectable. You're good enough, but I don't think it should be the end all be all for every better. Well, like so sense. for mm-hmm. example, like you know, a guy like Kill Kenny, he's big on the moonshots, right? So right. you know, he finds those insane odds and then he gets mm-hmm. a major hit that pays out big. So that's his kinda, right. I mean he got a uh, uh, crazy uh, <laughs> and, and New York Jets defensive touchdown for hundred K. And then so that's kind of his thing. And then this guy El Capitan, he's big on the value play. So he mm-hmm. finds those plays that are, you know, it's a straight mm-hmm. bet. Maybe it's Duncan Robinson for five plus or or whatever it may be that those odds are plus twelve hundred, plus eighteen hundred. And then that's a big mm-hmm. straight that that is an easy hit. So like there's a way that we found these guys that have their own little niche in terms of why they have their own thing and and why it works um but i definitely wanted to see that because i knew that you know at the beginning you were talking about how you know i started it for for you know putting out as much information as possible where people can all learn from me um and i never wanted to make it seem like you know i was going to be yeah. paid appreciate that, that shit for sure so yeah it's, it's totally cool to mm-hmm. see that um because it's like it's like you don't really uh, it's not saying nobody but i mean what what do you really need other people's money for if you're not you know what i'm saying like some people are in it just for let me throw out the information let's bounce ideas off each other that's what i get from you more of a like hey here's my yeah. ideas you guys tell me your ideas let's just all get better together i fuck with that you know what i mean all right so yeah, let's it, go ahead sorry my bad my bad no 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 it's just it's just crazy too to see how many people kind of like hop on and now figure out the same ideologies because I, I look my, my whole thing is when i cap a game i look at how can Vegas lure you into taking a, a specific side? For an example, like um, say, you know, college basketball, they play some teams play twice a year or two times in a season. Um, Oklahoma plays TCU, right? Oklahoma ends up winning the first game by 10 points at TCU or whatever it was. However, the next time they play when TCU goes to Oklahoma, TCU is for whatever reason, minus two on the road after Oklahoma just went to TCU and beat the brakes off of them. 
Mm-hmm. So you're telling me Vegas set that line at minus two. The average bear is going to go back. They're going to look at that old game. and They're going to say Oklahoma just won at TCU by 10 points. Surely they're going to win this one. <laughs> you got to think again, because Vegas wants you to lure on that side of that bet and, and get you, get you basically on the wrong side. And that's why I usually go and I, I'll probably take TCU in that situation. That was literally so like Virginia ideas. last night with Duke. Virginia yeah, beat yeah. Duke outright last night, and everyone was probably, I mean, unless you were taking the minus 11, but I could definitely see that some other people like, I'll put them in a money line parlay. They'll 100%. win. 100%. Out of nowhere. And yes. you see Virginia yes. win. It's like, what the mm. fuck is that? Right. Yeah. You're, you're, it's crazy. You're, you're heavy favorite. Yeah. Parlay. Let me throw it in I there. Love those, right? <laughs> I love yep. this. That's what I do. Uh, but yeah, so I definitely want to wrap on this front. We obviously know that. Um, <laughs> so that's what I do. I do. <laughs> I grabbed like the, like last night, I, I did like Warriors. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, they're like minus nine hundred. Then I did like Heat and then Suns. I mean, it was just the easiest yeah. money ever. Like it was only plus like one hundred two, but you throw the house on it and then whatever. <laughs> throw the house on it. Let's call it a day. That's it. <laughs> My only bet of the day was that. Uh, but all right, so the big the big game is on Sunday. We want to yeah. find Ooh, some facts, leans out of facts, you facts, facts, of facts. who we're leaning towards. Obviously, so TikTok's been giving me some shit because there's a couple um, of our viral clips that have been posted there, and it's a lot of me saying Joe Burrow's the best in his class and. The Bengals are this, the Bengals are that. Why aren't we rooting for the underdog? But now I'm sitting here and I'm saying I want to see the Rams win for the sole reason that I need to see Matthew Stafford. You know, Matt Stafford has to get a ring. He's got to hold the trophy. That's it. I mean, Joe Burrow will have. Why his does time. he have? Why does he have to though? Tell for, me why does he have? For to. me, it's seeing him just. His only just because he was in Detroit. I'm Detroit. surprised. No, you know, Calvin I'm, Johnson was was I'm it for him. That was su- his only thing. I'm he almost had. a little more surprised that you're like more on Matt Stafford to get the trophy than Odell. I want to see Odell oh, yeah, raise I, that fucker because all the shit he's been he's through. The, right? really, and I'm a crazy. Giants fan. I want to see Odell do it too. But I need. I mean, I just need to see after I'm that. I'm catching big vibes that he's the Bengals guy. He, I, I'm, catching big, be, I'm catching I, big. I'm catching big. I'm catching big Bengals vibes. No, well, it's funny. It's funny because actually, I put money. I ended up putting money before the playoff started on the Rams to win the Super Bowl. So I have a hundred dollar wager to win a thousand. Let's on go. the Rams. And uh, but but now I really want Joe Burrow to win after watching mm. what just happened in these last three weeks. I mean, the dude ended up being Oakland uh, or the Las Vegas. Now they ended up he ended up beating the number one seed in Tennessee mm. and he beat freaking Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. He's wearing glasses. He quoted freaking little baby in his Instagram photo saying uh, Cartier glasses. I can't even peek at you with a defender falling on his ass. How could you not like this guy? This guy's a fucking badass. I love Joe Burrow. I love what Cincinnati is doing. But but I'll tell you this. Matt Stafford's arm looks weak. Mm. Uh, that throw that he had uh, deep down where Jaquiz uh, Tart ended up dropping that interception. Uh-huh. That was bad. Um, offensively, I think the Rams will have some things to go- get going on offense. I'm just not sure. Bengals defense, they are underrated. Gosh. That Bengals defense is under freaking rated. They held Tennessee under 20 points. They held the Kansas City Chiefs to zero or three points in the in the second half uh, last last week. They, they held the Raiders under 20 points. Their defense is good. I think it's going to come down to if Joe Burrow can score against the Los Angeles Rams because now you got Vaughn Miller coming at you. You got Aaron Donald coming at you. You got Jalen Ramsey shutting down one side of the field. I don't know really how he's going to do in that situation because if you look at the defenses that he's played against so far, they weren't really that great. I can't really say good things about Tennessee. Can't say good things about Kansas City. Can't say good things about Las Vegas. Uh, so with that being said, I like the under in this game. Mm. I really, really like the under 48 and a half. I think if the Bengals want to win, they're going to have to put up 20 or more points. And then with, with like 24 points or whatever, I, the Rams are going to have less than that. So exactly what I said, but um. I like the under in that spot. It's going to be a great game. I mean, I, I'm going to leave what I have on. I, I think at the end of the day, gun to my head, if I had to make a decision, 
I'd probably take the Rams um, just because that defense is for real. Um, and I, I, I just think I just think the Rams gave up too much this season for Stafford, for Von Miller, going after OBJ, um, doing making the moves that they've made the last couple of years to come up short, especially with it being in L.A., back-to-back Super Bowl home winners yeah, so I, cool. I, I in L.A. That's so cool. So. Even though now the weirdest thing with that, too, that, that you bring that up is even though the Rams are the home team, since it does switch every year on who's the home team, the Bengals are actually a home team this year. But – the Rams do get to keep their locker room because I right. think they, if they really wanted to fuck them and say you're going to go be in the Chargers <laughs> no, locker room, the yeah, Bengals, no, that yeah. would be a big fuck. <laughs> yeah, That's what yeah. I would be mad. Um, <laughs> now, the other thing, too, is with the Rams' defensive front, I mean, we look at what the Titans did. Burrow did still throw for 350, and he won the game. No touchdowns, but he was sacked that time. That's exactly where I'm talking Now you game. have a guy like Aaron Donald that is was gripping Tom Brady with one hand by the shoulder pad and throwing him to the turf. Like, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, if you're getting sacked nine times, then you have the Chiefs the very next week doing the same thing. Obviously, it wasn't nine. Now you got a way stronger, better front. I think you're going to be in some trouble, and that's why I got to go with the Rams defense yeah. here. Yeah, I mean, I commend the underplay. I don't know if I could really touch the under in this game. Just knowing about what both offenses are capable of, but 100%. it should be. Yeah. If, yeah. if the game goes the way I feel like both these teams want it to go, like for them to win the game, it should be under, in my opinion. I, I It gets scary with, like, money down, gun in my head, like you said. I got to pick the Rams. I got burned this spot with, with the Bengals when I picked the Titans because it's, like, a no-brainer. Oh, my God, their O-line sucks. They have a good defense. They're going to be able to get to Joe Burrow, but – like you said, Joe Burrow can still get sacked nine times and throw for 350 and find Jamar Chase on three receptions, and he'll still get 100 yards yeah. somehow. Right. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I'm going to have to fade him for the fourth time. I think I had the Raiders I think I think had the Raiders in the first round. I'm going to have to fade him again. I'm going to go with the Rams. <laughs> I think there's just something about that defense. There's something spewing on. I'm kind of a McVay hater, but like he literally needs to get this ring because everything we have done over these past couple of years has been for not if we don't get this one, and it's a perfect opportunity. So. Betting purposes, I'm gonna go with the Rams, but low key, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be mad to see Joe Burrow. Yeah, like, I wouldn't be mad. I, I, Jamar yeah. Chase and Tyler. Because yeah. here's the end of the day, like Joe Burrow ha- will have his time. This is not gonna be the last I time. Like, you confidently say that, but that AFC is a gauntlet. Like you got Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow now, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. Like the, you don't want to be in the AFC, in my opinion. But keep going, my fault. Yeah, no, you're totally right. But I just think that there's a there's. This will not be the last time that we see Joe Absolutely Burrow here. And not. that's why I feel confident by saying, even though I said Bengals this, Joe Burrow that, I can say let's root for Matt Stafford, let's root for the Rams, and then eventually we will see Joe you Burrow. You see it as like you see this as Matt Stafford's last hurrah and Joe Burrow's first welcoming into the hundred percent. I, I do. See Yo, here here's something crazy for you guys. Who is the old do you guys know who the oldest quarterback in the AFC is? No. Oldest quarterback in the AFC. No. Oldest quarterback in the AFC. Just, just take a little. Just think about it real quick. Just think about all the teams real quick. This is this is the this is mind blowing. It to can't me. be Ben because he's retired. He's not. He's not, right. he's not Ben anymore. Yeah. Let's let's take Ben out, out of the picture. No more Ben. So after Ben retired, who's the oldest? Dude, I feel like I'm gonna be like I didn't know this. Get. I'll tell. I'll, I'll give you guys. I'll tell you guys. Derek Carr is the oldest quarterback. I was gonna say. What? I was gonna say Tannehill. Yeah, Tannehill. I think Tannehill is like the second oldest or third oldest. Yeah, but it's it's insane if you go down the God. list. It's 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 insane. That's Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. Yeah, Holy. it is crazy, man. They got they got the future of quarterbacks. The AFC does, and it, it's insane. Damn, how old is Derek Carr? Is he even thirty? Derek Carr's not that old. I think I think he's like just I think he's like thirty thirty one. Yeah, I think but he just turned. That's why I was thinking. That's why I was thinking Tannehill. God damn, yeah, Tannehill's like twenty nine, thirty, twenty nine. That's crazy. Yeah, but then everyone else under him. I mean, you got Mac Jones, you got yep. uh, 
you got uh what's his face over in uh, zach zach wilson you got uh mm-hmm. i mean i mean dude i mean the afc well who else you got in there you got carson wentz is still kind of young which is crazy um trevor lawrence i mean yep. if you go down the list patrick mahomes justin herbert Tua. uh josh not, allen yeah Tua, josh allen yeah all these guys are so young man baker it's insane. Fuck. Oh yeah, that's right. Baker, even though he throws and runs like an old head, he is still young. Yeah, he's young. Yeah. So we're gonna be seeing some uh, some TikToks from you from uh, Super Bowl stuff, and is any any surgical streams from you for the Super Bowl or anything like that? Oh yeah, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a I'm working on having the Super Bowl show. I'm gonna try to get my pops on there too, so that'd be kind of cool. Oh, that's awesome. I'm I'm looking I'm looking forward to that. Love shooting the shit with him and. He's gonna look at me crazy when I bring up what Gatorade color I'm gonna be betting on, hey, and, and I think that's I, that. I, I hey, think under it, under in the in the national anthem, under in the national right? anthem. Yes. Oh, you saw that? You saw that video? Yeah, I saw that video under the national right, anthem. Right, what right. they call her, Quickie Mickey? Yeah. <laughs> under. That's what they said. I love it. I wouldn't want to be known by that. I just would not want to be known by that. It was a minute thirty-five. It just went up to one thirty-eight. And she sings fast. She averages one twenty-eight, and it's it's one thirty-eight now. So it's a whole ten seconds of forward. We're going with the under. And right. At last I'm nine out of ten that. Super Bowls, I saw this TikTok to get today. I'm sorry, I don't remember the name, They're but good. um, last nine out of ten Super Bowls, it was over. All right. So everyone's saying yeah. over, but they don't know quickie. You know, you know what? Right. As 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 embarrassing as it is, in, and when I was a freshman in college, I was called Quickie Mickey as quick as I was. <laughs> 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 uh, unfortunately, but hey, you're not yeah. <laughs> dude, you're the fucking best. We appreciate you so so much. I hope this is yeah, not man. the last time that we're gonna talk yeah, to you. We, I told you that in the TikTok yeah. stream, we do do these golf videos. So hey. whenever the hell we can get down to you and shoot these videos with these. Anyone class. would have called. Anyone would ever call me that. I would just give them the good old still beat though. You know what I mean? Still beat yeah. That's funny, as guys. Shit. Guys, look, I appreciate you guys having me on. This was a blast, and uh, if you guys are ever, if you guys want to come down to Atlantic City and uh, watch the March Madness, my boys are going to be down there. We're going to be having a good hey. old time. We'd hey, love we'll, to have we'll, you guys we'll, around we'll, there. We'll, we'll, you we'll, can we'll almost book us. You can almost book yeah, us for that. We, we, we we'll love totally to hear it. Touch, um, and definitely keep us in touch with you know everything that you're doing on the media front. I know we were in contact on the DM about that kind of stuff. So yeah, love to do great, what we can for that. Nice. So um, thank you so much for everything that you've done for us today. Thank you, guys. Thank you, brother. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, man. Dude, this was insane. So, um, guys, so that was JJ Gruden. Um, That was unbelievable. Um, I mean, we're starting to really develop ourselves into the TikTok community. And what's so crazy is after seeing, you know, more of JJ, after seeing more of Trent, now when you look at the TikTok for you page, I'm seeing more and more and more sports gambling, sports betting page that is that are just coming up on the feed. So, you know, we're, we went from gambling Twitter. Now we're on to gambling TikTok, I guess you could say. But this is just so cool. If you guys want to follow us on our Twitter page, head over to at Podcast. Instagram is at Pod. You guys know the TikTok, the name of the show. It's blowing up. And, um, you know, it, we're, we're having a blast doing all this. So we appreciate you guys so, so much. Yo, I thought it was cool as shit that, like, like low-key, like, he, I thought he would kind of be a little more like professional. Like, he's just not. He's one of us. Yeah, like, he's, he's a one real cool ass. No dude. offense to his name, but fuck whoever his dad, uncle is. Like he is himself, and I respect the hell. Yeah, of that. and that's you know, like, approach some people that he like they be like, oh, this is my dad, or this is my uncle, so I gotta be. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He's that's none why of that. I like that. I respect like, he, the fuck out of that. He and he said that. I remember he. That was one of the first things he said in the stream. Is he was like, you know, I was doing this for me, not because mm-hmm. I had the family name. So mm-hmm. people were saying this and that. I was 
I didn't release. That's what he said. I didn't release my name because I was doing this for me. And then, you know, I got the following. Maybe it was time for me to say that. That's so, thorough. That's um, thorough. This was so cool, guys. We appreciate you guys. Apple Podcasts, yes, if you guys sir. feel like it. Hey, drop a five star. You know what I'm saying? Drop a five star. And a note. You know what I mean? You've been listening to the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and the man in red, Manny Ruffin. Uh, feels good to be back. God, man. it's been a blast. Super Bowl Sunday. Good luck, guys. We love you. See you soon, boys. Yes, sir.